Let me ask you a question. What does it take to unlock potential, to discover what's truly possible in business, to create a new normal? It takes one thing, a leader who raises the bar, who sets bigger goals and higher standards for your business, your team, and most importantly, yourself. I'm your host, Katherine Binkley. I've scaled businesses for over 17 years, and I've helped my clients make millions of dollars without sacrificing their freedom by building and leading high-performing teams. Together, we're going to explore what it takes to elevate your leadership, your team, and your business. This is The Elevate Effect. Hey, Haley, how are you? I am so glad to have you here. Welcome to the Scale to 7 podcast. Thank you, Catherine. I'm so excited to be here. It's been amazing seeing you online. And then we actually got to meet in person last week in California. It was so much fun. Oh my gosh. It was so beautiful too. (laughs) Yeah. It was, and it's actually snowing here today. I was, I was actually about to say that when I got back home, the weather was terrible. I was like, I miss you, California. I know, I know. Well, we'll have to go back soon. I'm sure we both will be back soon. So I'm really excited to bring Haley on the show to chat with you all. Haley is the founder of Profit Planner and the host of CEO Vibes Podcast. Mm -hmm. And there's so much that she does. I'm going to let you tell everyone a little bit about what you're all about. Yeah, if if you are an overworked, emotionally drained entrepreneur, I am for you. Um, really what I help a lot of entrepreneurs do is create stress-free, consistent income by just eliminating the unprofitable hustle altogether. That's what I'm known for. That's what I do. That's what I love. That's what I teach. And I think that uh, there's a, this movement online that is rooted in what our parents, a lot of our parents have taught us, which is success happens when you work hard. So we have this identity of if I work hard, I am a successful person. So whenever you feel like, like I get a lot of feedback from me because I'm challenging your beliefs and that ego of wanting to be a successful person gets a little bit butthurt. And it, you know, we're doing some challenging work here, but I think it is so important to not just work hard, but work in a very specific profitable way. Cause you know, business owners, you're not an employee of your business. Like you're a freaking business owner. Right. And so you got to treat it like that. We, a pro, if you are a profitable entrepreneur, then you know that one, you need to figure out all the profitable tasks that your business is making. And then two, all the tasks that aren't making profit so we can trash it. So that's what I teach. That's what I do. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I think that should be the goal for everyone. Not just to, I like to talk about a business that lights you up and my goodness, mm-hmm. if having a more profitable business <laughs> right. working less doesn't light you up, I don't know what will. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> your mean, light may be a little bit odd over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's incredible. I'm curious. So you probably see a lot of things that people spend a lot of time on. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> What's one of the biggest things that you see people spend time on that does not lead to profit, even though they think it does. Okay. I'm just going to like, I feel like this is like a, um, prepare yourself to possibly be offended, but content, creating content that this is huge. Um, so many people online are saying you got to create content if you want to create profit, because it establishes yourself as an industry expert online. We've all heard that. Right. Mm -hmm. And what I want to challenge is that 
creating content is not necessarily creating you profit. And the reason why is because if you're sitting over here and you're like, okay, Haley, I want, a, I want a profitable business. I want a business that allows me to have consistent income without having to work crazy hours. And so if that's what you really want, I'm assuming you're listening to blogs, podcasts, YouTube videos, right? That are telling you about marketing because you believe that at the core of your being, marketing is the problem. And that's going to be the solution is more marketing. And so content marketing is just pushed down people's throats. That was a harsh picture, um, <laughs> lovingly <laughs> pushed down people's throats. And what ends up happening is, uh, let me just, let me tell you a story. So there's this person named, let's say Sally Sue. So Sally Sue homeschooled her three kids. She wants to be present with her children. And Sally Sue also does not feel like she's in control of her time and money right now. It's, it's not a great situation to be in. Sally Sue is very sad, a sad Sally Sue. Mm -hmm. So what Sally does is she's listening to all these things like I talked about and she took this online quiz and this online quiz told her, Ooh, you need to start a blog. Blogging is just going to fit your personality. So then because she took a quiz from this online expert that told her to blog, she starts spending t over 10 hours a week blogging. And she doesn't look, she doesn't look at how many cells she's getting from that. She's like checking off her boxes. And because Sally Sue believes because her parents taught her that the harder you work, the more money you make. She feels like she's making more money. She feels, that's the key indicator, feels like she's making more money because she's working harder. And that feeling keeps driving her to keep working harder because she's checking off that vanity checkbox of, well, I've worked over 10 hours today, so I'm a successful person. Even when what you're working on isn't actually profitable. Now, all that to say, if you create content and you love it, it's fine. I'm not saying don't blog. I'm not saying don't create content. I'm saying that Sally Sue hated blogging. And Sally Sue's a real person, guys. Uh, she was actually at my event and uh, her name's not Sally, but she was sitting in a chair and I, we were, we do the SOA method, which I teach in the free training that we'll talk about at the end. But the SOA method stands for systemize, outsource, and automate. We use post-it notes for this. So if you follow my Instagram stories and you see post-it notes everywhere, that's what it is. It's like a part of my brand. So we did post-it notes and she had blog on a post-it note. And I said, Sally, do you enjoy blogging? And she said, well, no, but I have to do this, right? And, and I said, then stop. And I took the post-it note and I threw it on the floor. And what ended up happening after we went through her post-it notes and I threw so many things on the there was a lot of post-it notes on the floor, guys. And, and then she like almost started crying and she said, what do I do with my time now? I'm like, you focus on making sales, Sally. You focus on selling and you got to quit hiding in this content comfort zone. And there's this content comfort zone online that, you're, you're going away from sales because sales, you, people might reject you. There's so many mindset things around sales. That it's, it's hard, right? Um, and you're telling yourself that it's hard. So you're making it even harder for yourself. And so if you blog, no one can reject a blog post, right? And you feel like you're being productive and um, you're not getting straight up rejected. And I think this also feeds, let me just keep being opinionated here for a second. I think that people are afraid of sales because they've been listening to this advice, charge what you're worth online. That's a bunch of BS because if you should never, ever, ever, let me add another ever onto that, ever charge what you're worth because you are worth everything. 
but your product or service is only worth what the market is willing to buy it for, right? And so you should be charging what the marketplace tells you to charge. And then pricing is flexible too. So as you start getting more customers, keep increasing the price until the market says, ooh, nope, too high. Great. Stop there and then scale it, outsource it, automate it, streamline it. That's how you need to start running a business and thinking more like like a serious, profitable business owner. And so, but if you are charging what you're worth, selling is way scarier because then if someone rejects your price, you feel like they're rejecting you. And so you sit over here and you're blogging and you're YouTubing and you're podcasting and you're putting out all this content that's not making you sales, but you're working really hard, but you have no idea why you're not making sales. That was a really long explanation, but I just, I think that this is the unprofitable hustle cycle. And it's the cycle that we just keep, it's like you're stuck in this dryer machine and you can't find the door to get out of it. That's a sucky place to be when you're sitting here working really hard and not making money. That dryer machine is not a happy one to be in. (laughs) Right. Well, and so there's also this cycle of like, I look at it like a roller coaster as well. It's this feast and famine cycle with your income and if you're just focused on creating content, content, content and no sales, then guess what? I mean, you're, you're at the bottom of that hill. And then all of a sudden you realize almost out of desperation, like I've got to make some money. So you go into this sales mentality and you focus just on sales and nothing else. And all of a sudden, maybe you hit the, the top of a, a hill before you crash again. And you're just going up and down feast and famine cycles as you're trying to figure out how to create this consistent, steady business Yep. And yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a pattern. It's, it's totally bad. And it's a sucky pattern. And, <laughs> you know, and I'm not like saying everyone sucks online that gives advice. I think that a lot of people that give content advice, they have people that they can outsource to. They have a lot of streamlined stuff in their back end and they already know who to make sales to. But like, if you're scared of sales and you're creating content because you're afraid of sales, which on a, on a conscious surface level, you may not realize it, but on a subconscious level, you are. So dig deep on that one, please. But like, let's say you are doing that. Well, because you're so afraid of sales, you don't even know who you're selling to. So your content's not converting because you're shying away from the thing that you need to be doing to begin with, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that oftentimes what I've seen is people start, so they think, we, you and I were chatting before this about the buyer's journey and they look at their potential client and where they're starting now and they look at how they're going to interact with their business and they start with the first thing that their client's going to interact with. The problem is that when you start with that, oftentimes you are going to start with content. And I mean, listen, we all need content, but not for content's sake alone. And that's exactly what Haley is saying. You've got to have a clear plan. So when you start with just the content, with no plan for what's going to follow, that's, that's the mistake. So Haley, I think what I'm hearing you say, and I agree, start with the sales and your plan for the sales and work backwards for what's going to drive people to that profit. Right. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, if, if you're a photographer and you have a blog, but you're over here and what's actually making you sales is your clients referring you, then you need to start paying your clients to keep referring other people to you and rewarding them for that and creating a system around it. And I think what a lot of entrepreneurs get immediately when I say that, if you thought, well, how do you do that? That's another problem. If you always think of the how you will paralyze yourself because you're making so many decisions. The how is the easiest part. 
but it's the part that so many people get caught up on because they're afraid of what after they get through the how, what that will bring. And what I want to challenge you to think about is say, okay, this is what I need to do. The how is, is going to be easy and then make it easy. Like what I realized in business is that a lot of answers are actually inside of yourself and we're searching for so many different things. Like the one size fits all strategies that don't actually work for everybody. It might work for like 20% of the people that join the program. And that's why I refused to build a program that was a one size fits all box. Like I refused to do that. And so if you go through what I sell it's literally a filter. So if, if Catherine over here goes through and creates a profit plan, that's going to look a lot different than my profit plan because Catherine's business and Catherine's strengths are way different than my business and my strengths. So yeah, I think there's so many factors to this, but I think that's another yeah. big one. Yeah. Haley, you're speaking my love language. (laughs) I so agree with you. Um, there isn't this one size fits all approach and too many people are out there searching my listeners right now, you're out there searching for the one thing that's going to help you break through in your business. And you're copying other people based on what you see or what mm-hmm. you hear. The problem is if you go and you listen to every podcast, read every book, hire every coach, you're going to get contradictory, actually, advice. Yeah. Like, well, one size fits all advice sells too. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. people want a step-by-step. They want you to hold their hand. But, and that's why, you know, my stance is like, I'm going to challenge you. Like, this isn't going to be, I'm not going to hold your hand. I'm going to love you. And I'm going to be an embarrassing mom on the sidelines cheering you on with insane colored pom-poms. But I'm not going to hold your hand while you're, you're running your business because I believe that you don't need me to hold your hand. I believe that you don't need Catherine to hold your hand. I believe that you need support and I believe that you need love and I believe that you need encouragement, but you don't need like a one size fits all approach from me. You don't need to know exactly step-by-step what worked for me because it's going to be different for you. And I I think, you know, it took me a long time to realize that specifically like years because I, I had the story in my mind that I was the dumb one. Because in my family, I was like, I was the dumb one. And so when I reached a point in my business, I mean, we went from using profit planning, we went from zero to $36,000 a month in half a year. Like who freaking does that? And then at the end, I didn't even acknowledge what I had done. And I sat there and I thought, Ooh, if I want to get to the multi-million point, I need to hire an expert because I truly believe that I was not smart enough to get me to the next level. If I, and instead of investing in my brain, I invested in someone else's brain that, I mean, honestly, it wasn't a great fit culturally and it ran my business from the ground. And so that's why I like preach this at the top of my lungs and like, because at the top of my lungs, at the top, what, what, however that phrase goes, that was not the correct version of the phrase. Feel free to laugh at me while you're driving or wherever you're doing. Um, but like, that's why I, I proclaim this so loudly yeah. is because I needed someone to support, love and encourage me and say, you are smart enough, Haley. And so, and that's what I think being a profit planner and like being part of Catherine's audience is all about is knowing you are so smart and so like you are going to make such an impact on this world. But if you don't change how you run the day-to-day of your business, you will never do it. Like that's just the fact. 
Absolutely. You're so right. And I did an episode recently. And if you, if you didn't catch it, then go back and listen to it because I talked about three myths around hiring a coach. And one of those is that you expect someone to tell you exactly what to do. And I'm not the CEO of your business. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And there are, I think, and it's because there's this myth that there's a right and wrong mm-hmm. way to mm-hmm. do things. And there's only one way that's going to work one right way. And it's just not true. There are so many different options that can work. And the bigger thing is committing to one, sticking to one, really not trying to do all the things. Right. Yeah. (laughs) goes right back to your, your approach there, Haley. Um, Yeah. So good. So good. So one question that I love to ask that I haven't yet is what lights you up in your business? Yeah, I think it's, it's been a lot of creating a business that allows me to have space in my life to work on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been huge. I think so many people have businesses and are creating these businesses that consume their lives. And whenever they're not doing it, it still consumes their thoughts. And, you know, that's natural. It, it's, I don't think you should ever be ashamed of that, period. But I do think you need to recognize it and say, am I actually able to create full space though? Like it's okay if you're always thinking, I think that it's okay if you're always thinking about your business, as long as it's not in an unhealthy way, as long as it's in an inspired way, not an anxiety ridden way. So for me, moving from an anxiety ridden to inspired thoughts about my business, huge shift. And then from that, my team, I've structured my team in a way that allows me to have space to work on myself. So like, and I'm super open about this on my podcast, but like I went through this whole emotional eating thing. It got really intense. And then I hired a nutritionist and I was kind of an entrepreneurial recluse for two months. And that it was so, it was was such a, a breath of fresh air. And because I needed that, like I needed, I needed enough space in my brain to really dive deep into, okay, why, why am I binge eating? Why do I have this weird thing around food? Like what childhood, like all that, like digging deep, like that's a lot of work (laughs) and it is exhausting. And so I took, I took like eight weeks off, not eight weeks completely off because I feel like if, if I'm not somewhat working on like passion projects around my business, I become a very uninspired person. So I think the, (laughs) sorry, this, this is a little bit off on another tangent, but I, as I was saying that, I think that a lot of us demonize work too. There's like two extremes mm-hmm. to where we either, we either say, if you work at all, like bad, like you're a workaholic or like you're working too, you know? And for me, it's more of, am I working when I'm inspired and because I'm happy? And if I'm working, like, it doesn't matter if I work 10 hours a day or two hours a day, as long as I'm inspired and happy, as soon as I become uninspired, I stop. Like I literally stop. Um, and I have a schedule that's super flexible and allows me to do that. But that has been huge, huge. Yeah. So working because you want to, not because you have to. Well, that was a great way to boil it down. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You love efficiency. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I do. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, you know, there's just one more point that at least I want to bring out as you talk about a couple of things on the personal side. And that is, you know, especially as a business owner, as a CEO of your own business, you Mm -hmm. can't, it's really hard to separate the business and personal. And when you're struggling with something personally, it's going to impact your business and vice versa. And 
it's okay to recognize that. And I think that that's what's so great about the method that you teach is it actually gives you the space yeah. to give yourself that room when mm-hmm. life isn't going to go no. perfectly, no matter what you're dreaming of. I mean, we all wish we could promise that that's going to be the outcome, but there are going to be things that happen. There are going to be struggles and you need that space yep. for, and for your business to keep running. Yep. Wow. I mean, because even though you said, you know, you continue to work on the, the things that inspired you during that time, but you also were able to take somewhat of a step back and deal with it, deal with the things that you needed to deal with and kept the business going. Yep. How exactly. does that feel? I mean, that's what, that's what you're all about, but. Yeah, it, it was scary. Um, so, and the reason why I say that is because a few years ago, and I do talk about this some in, in my brand, is that um, I went through something and then I got so scared to be by myself. And so I, I became a workaholic literally to avoid myself. So I think there's a lot of different stories around why people become workaholics. And I definitely think that's a thing, like addicted to work. Mm-hmm. And I became addicted to work uh, three years ago when I was trying to avoid being alone and alone with my thoughts because my thoughts scared me. Mm-hmm. And I, I am an Enneagram three, which means we like to avoid emotion. Catherine's the same way. Yeah. We easily, sometimes it can become robotic. Like when it's very unhealthy, I can become very robotic with my emotions and literally shift my emotions into a certain part of my brain and shut it down completely. And what I've realized is that I can't do that. (laughs) And after years of pushing everything down, um, I had to face the fear and learn how to actually love myself. And that it's, it's very, it's hard. It is so hard. Um, when, you are telling yourself stories about yourself and you know, yeah, but, but it's crucial. And at the event that we were at, we said, or uh, I think Caitlin said, your business growth can't outpace your personal growth. And I was like, Oh my, yes. And I, like, I knew that that's why I had to take that two months off. I knew I had to get through that if I wanted to push to the multi-million level because, and I have to push through so many different emotional things you just like, you have to Thought, thoughts and mindset are so powerful. They are. I mean, your thoughts create everything. Yeah. Right. So good. There's so much more that we can talk about. Thanks for sharing yes. a lot of your, you know, the personal side of this business and not just the, the front end of things, yeah. but a little behind the scenes. That's really good because that's the part that people, I feel like, you know, as much as we need strategy, we need to hear what's going on behind the scenes. Definitely. Yeah. And so I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Any, any last parting words and then where can people find you? I think that I, I really, I really want people to know that you are worth so much and you have all the answers inside of you. Like, that's what I want you to know. And it's a scary thought because trusting yourself is scary. And there's so much that goes into that, but I just want you to trust me to trust yourself. And aside from that, I would love to keep hanging out with you. If, if you're like raising your hand after listening to this and us chatting together, and you're like, okay, I really want to create consistent income in my business, but I don't want to have to work crazy hours to do it. I put together an entire free training. I go over the three-part profit plan system, which 
it's going to be challenging. I'm not going to lie because I'm going to challenge you to think about business in a completely different way during this class, but you can sign up at profitplanner.co co slash grow. So just go to profitplanner.co slash grow. And of course I'll give Catherine the link as well. So she can put it in the show notes, but If you want to keep hanging out, I seriously would love to talk to you in that class. And I also respond to every single DM on Instagram. So go to at Profit Planner, DM me. We can definitely chat. I respond to every single one. Love that. So glad that they can find you and connect with you. Uh, If you're listening to this, know that, you know, if you feel like you've enjoyed my approach, then Haley's going to be just another incredible resource for you. Thank we you. have so much that's in alignment. I love her and so good time together. So thanks for showing up here today, Haley, and everyone go check her out. Thank you. If you're loving what you're learning on the podcast, subscribe and leave a five-star review. And if you send me a screenshot of that review, I'll give you free access to my CEO scorecard. This is the same tool I use with my multiple six and seven-figure clients to help them up-level their role as CEO and achieve massive results. This resource is typically available exclusively to clients in my coaching program, The Elevate Effect. If you're ready to learn how to elevate your leadership, your team, and your business, head over to katherinebinkley.com forward slash The Elevate Effect and join us to reach your next level of success.